What's the worst case of psycho-overprotective parenting that you've ever seen? When I was doing freshman orientation years ago at college, the tour guide told a story when we got to the dorms. The head RA for a freshman dorm got a knock on her office door about two-ish months into the first semester, right before midterms. A girl walked in and asked what was the longest amount of time the guests were allowed to stay in the room. The RA told her, can't remember the amount of days, and the girl says that her roommate's mother has been living in the room since the move-in weekend. Holy frick, no. I went to a high school with a guy whose parents had a camera installed in his room that fed into a TV screen in their bedroom. When he told me, I assumed it was one of those things they used when he was a baby, then disabled when he was older. Nope. According to him, they still kept it on 24-7, even though he was like 17 years old. I've never been so creeped out. Holy crap. I'd stare at the camera and pleasure myself furiously to assert dominance. Reddit has ruined me. My aunt won't let her kids open their own soda cans because she thinks they'll cut their fingers off, which was fine when they were young, but they're 15 and 18 now. When I attended private school, K-8, we weren't allowed to have soda cans. The reason was the principal had a student at her previous school get hit in the mouth with a kickball while drinking and sliced their lips. One freak, isolated accident, and no one's allowed soda cans. WTF. Sodas were allowed up until that witch came to school. It was a Catholic school, and that principal was your stereotypical nun who ran around the school with a bullhorn, yelling at students all day. A girl I know didn't get the talk from her parents until she was 18 or 19. Her mum had decided that if she didn't know what that was, she would keep her virginity forever or something like that. Now, Sally, this is what people do when they really love each other. Oh, Billy and I do that all the time. Girl at school wasn't allowed any sugar, no sweets, not even fruit. It was weird. I invited her to a party at mine, and her parents came round before the party to check our house was safe. They asked if our gate locked to keep people out. It wasn't fair on her, though. Every birthday or party, she'd eat tons of junk food and feel ill, and she used to crawl around the classroom pretending she was a cat. I think they broke her. Oofed. I hope you recovered someday, young cat lady. I wonder if she was diabetic or something, or if the parents were just straight-up Fruit Loops. My wife's mother. Too many acts of lunacy to mention, but the one that sticks out was when we went to their house for the family barbecue. We were in our mid-twenties. Mum decides to start a fight over my presence, as I wasn't family, and thus should not be attending. Wife says, if he's not welcome, we're leaving. Mum says, no you're not, you're grounded. Wife just gives her this tilt-your-head-sideways look and says, We're going back to our house. I know someone who has just moved into her college dorm a couple of weeks ago. This girl has never had a house key as her mum wouldn't allow it. If she wanted in the house, mum better be there. Her parents also have all of her social media passwords and her mum openly states she used to go and read the chat conversations. Not as bad as others, however the girl has already been home one weekend and is set to come back in a few weeks. We're all wondering how she'll rebel once she's under the college experience. This girl's brother, who's in middle school, maybe just starting high school, is worse. He is so coddled that he freaked out when he was left in a waiting room at a doctor's office alone, while his uncle went back for his appointment. The kid could not be left alone. For the record, neither kid is special needs. Around the middle of my first semester of college, I lost my phone. I noticed it was missing around when I got back to my dorm. Thinking that I left it in one of my classrooms, I called for it from a friend's phone. A classmate who lives off campus had found it. 
He took it home because he knew it was mine and was going to give it back next Monday during class. And that was that. I would get my phone on Monday, so problem solved. Boy, was I wrong. Because he turned off the phone after that call, my mother couldn't get a hold of me. My mum, being my mum, assumed I was dead in a smack house after doing too many substances. The lunatic took a plane and flew from Panama to DC just so she could check I was doing okay. Halfway across the continent, just so she could ask one question. Keep in mind, my best friend and four other high school friends were attending the same college as me and lived in the same dorm building as me, and she had all their phone numbers. Also, to make matters worse, this was not the last time she took an eight-hour flight just to make sure I was okay. My first roommate in college was extremely coddled by his mother, or at least I thought so. His home was about an hour away from campus and she came up every day to get his laundry and make his bed, clean his side of the room. They were both neat freaks and I wasn't a slob by any means, but I wasn't quite as neat as either of them would have liked. What ended up happening is I would come back from my class and find her making my bed, organizing my desk and picking up my dirty clothes. Didn't really appreciate that, but I didn't want to make waves so I just kept my mouth closed. Finally, it got really weird when I came back after a class had gotten cancelled and they were both in the same twin bed. He was sleeping and she was stroking his hair and face and singing him a lullaby. Wife grew up in a quiverful family. She was only allowed to wear ankle-length skirts, no movies at any time, only parental-approved books. Pilgrim's Progress, The Bible, Theology Books, no music except for classical and hymns. In order to date her, I had to court her. That involved never being alone, her parents inviting themselves to our anniversary dinners, siblings repeating every word that we said back to her parents. I gave her a goodbye hug and her mother yelled at her, calling her a whore and a loose woman. Finally, she gave up and ran away. They chased her to her car screaming and tried to block her in the driveway with a tractor. My first boyfriend in high school practically lived at our house because my mother refused to let me go to his. He was over every day after school and most weekends. Finally, I convinced her to let me drive myself to his house. At this point, I had met his dad twice and his dad thought he did something to offend or scare me off because I never came to visit them. I really wanted to go out and hang out with him and his dad, so I drove myself to his house with the condition that I call my mother immediately upon arrival from their phone. Google Maps said it should take 8 minutes to get there. Eight minutes and 45 seconds later, I get an enraged phone call from my mum. I was just walking in the door and I hadn't called her yet. She made me immediately return home and grounded me from my cell phone for a month. The parents from these stories are the kind of people who go on murderous rampages when their children inevitably rebel, aren't they? I had an ex-boyfriend from high school whose parents were very strict about him dating. So we always had group dates, we weren't allowed to be alone, we went over to his house for a movie night and everyone all of a sudden left. But it was super late and my dad's place was across town, so I called for him to pick me up, but it was going to take 45 minutes to get there. His parents made me wait outside on the porch alone in November in Canada. It was cold. He wasn't allowed to wait outside with me. They didn't even let me wait in the foyer with them supervising. Well, girls who've frozen to death can't get pregnant, I guess. My mother signed me out of high school and I was not allowed to go out of the house for almost two years. She quit her job and was convinced the Asian mafia was going to kill us. I wasn't allowed near windows, to get the mail, nothing. But my siblings came and went as they pleased. To this day, I do not understand. You are obviously the favorite. Congrats. I got one. My sister once told me about this one time when she was at a beach house with her friends. They were all over 20 years old and they were planning to stay there the weekend. 
Obviously, they were going to stay up all night watching movies when midnight strikes. This one girl's phone starts to ring, and it was her mother telling her to go to sleep. Worst part? She silently stood up and went to bed. She's over 20 years old. I had a 9pm bedtime at 17. I had to get up at 8am the next day, so for 11 hours a day I was supposed to be in bed asleep. It drove me nuts. Getting up early was also a big no-no because I woke her up. I wasn't allowed to leave my room for anything either. It was hell. It took months of her screaming at me and me talking as calmly as I could while she hit, screamed, trashed my room and my schoolwork before she would let me stay up as long as I wanted. The school ended up getting involved because I went from an A student to a D in a matter of months because I just couldn't get all of my work done. I worked on the weekends and was training four nights a week as well. Made getting all my work done difficult when after school I was supposed to clean the house, eat dinner, then go straight to training. I work security at a college, so I've seen my fair share. This wasn't so much overprotective as it was babying. I once had a mother call our office. The exchange went as following. Mother. Hello? Can you please tell my son's professor that he won't be in class today? He doesn't feel well. Me. Where is your son? Oh, he's there, on campus, in the dorms. Ma'am, I don't know who your son's professor is, and even if I did, it's his responsibility to get in touch with them, not mine or yours. Oh, I know, but he called me and asked me to call him out of class. He's in college now. He's 18. He can do this on his own. He doesn't even need to call. He emails his professor. (laughs) Oh, you're so right. I had a friend growing up whose mom refused to send a Christmas card with her and her brother's photos on it. The mum was convinced at the end of the season, once people threw away the cards, the garbage man or anyone rifling through the trash would see her amazing beautiful children, find the address on the discarded envelope, and come kidnap the kids from their home. She did many other bizarre things, but that one always stuck out to me. I frickin' hate when parents do this. It's extremely overprotective and kids need to be exposed to the world. Besides, I tend to return the kids when I'm done with them. Sincerely, the garbage man. In all seriousness, the level of paranoia to imagine that people are digging through your trash specifically to get the rare thrown-out photos of children who sent the card from a different house is an extreme level of delusion. On my friend's 13th birthday, his big brother was taking us paintballing. We said goodbye to his mum. She was, in full disclosure, a severe paranoid schizophrenic who liked to go off her meds. Anywho, we left the house and headed to paintball. At a random gas station a good half hour away, we stop for snacks. When the older brother goes inside, the mum pulls up to a screeching halt next to us, rolls down the windows and starts yelling at us to make sure the older brother spends all the money on paintball, rocking the crazy eyes the whole time. She leaves by rolling around to the back of the gas station and idling there. When the older brother got back, we told him what was going on. He told us to buckle up. Sure enough, we pulled out of the gas station and she starts to try tailing us. I say try because next thing I know we're on the freeway doing at least 100, dodging from lane to lane till we found a quick off-ramp that took us under a bridge where we hid for a few minutes to make sure we'd lost her. The older brother refused to let her ruin my friend's 13th birthday. He was a good dude. There's two major things that we older brothers have to do. One, annoy your siblings. Two, make sure no one else Fs with your siblings. My ex's mum screamed in my face legit inches away from my face, that I was stealing her son away when he bought his house. It was his decision to buy a house and he had wanted me to live with him. The location of the house, you ask? Directly across the street from where his parents live. Was his name Raymond and did everybody love him? 
My former roommate's parents were extremely protective of them. Once I woke up to three calls and four texts from her mum asking if my roommate was in the room. I replied back, yes. Later that day, my roommate explained to me that there was a girl murdered in North Carolina that fit her description and her parents wanted to make sure she was alive. We go to school over 400 miles away from North Carolina. I don't know about the worst, since my parents were pretty good about other stuff, but anything to do with adult fun times was a major no-go. I remember them trying to give the talk to my oldest sister, who was about eight or nine at the time, making me four or five. We got to the part where the guy puts the thing he pees out of into a hole that I was not aware existed, and I ran away screaming. That subject was never revisited. They pulled me out of middle school adult education because it was too early and my high school taught abstinence. I thought that all adult flicks, not just those ones starring children, were illegal until college. My friend's mom. They're great people and I love them like a second family, but she was overprotective. Fourth grade, his mom cut the tail off the Nightcrawler action figure I got him for his birthday for being demonic. Fifth grade, she throws away the medieval spawn action figure I got him for being spawn. High school, she throws away the vintage, faster pussycat shirt I gave him. His dad's cool, though. He'd watch Beavis and Butthead with us when we were ten. I once dated a girl with absolutely insane parents. Throughout middle school and high school, they refused to let her go out to anything but school and choir trips. She had to argue and bargain with them for months just to be able to go to senior prom. They wouldn't let her go to junior prom. They also refused to let her get a driver's license or a car to limit her mobility. Even to this day, they refuse to let her go out. She, a 20-year-old woman, has to get permission from her super-restrictive mum and dad to go out for coffee at the cafe downstairs. The worst part of it all is that she can't move out as they have hold of her passport and where she lives. It's more or less impossible to get anything done without it. On the legality of withholding her passport, I don't know for sure whether it is or not. The laws where I lived sometimes had really backwards policies. I've advised her to try to take action or escape many, many times, but for personal reasons, she's decided not to. I disagree entirely with her choice, but it's her choice to make, not mine. I graduated high school a year and a few months ago. A good friend of mine was a freshman in my senior year. Now she's a junior and taking college classes at my college. She's not allowed to talk to me because I graduated. She still does in person, but not as much as we used to be able to. There are a lot more stories of these sorts of relationships continuing into adulthood than I would have expected. How about you? When I was in college, I was dating a girl and had been for some time. My dad lived in another state and we had made plans to go visit him, so she could meet him for the first time. The day we were supposed to leave, like two hours before we left town, she got her grades from her college. They weren't as good as her parents wanted, so they grounded her. I went to her house to try and reason with her mum. I should have bailed at that red flag, but I was in love, and her mum was so condescending. I explained how my dad and stepmum had made arrangements for her to be there, and how excited they were to meet her. She wouldn't hear it. I made the mistake of saying, I understand that you're upset, but deciding this right before the trip just seems childish. I was banned from their house. We were actually together for a really long time after that, but I know they're still really overprotective and she's really dependent on them. She's 31 and the last time I talked to her, a few months back, she still lived with them. My boss has a baby and a four-year-old and they are super overprotective. Like, the four-year-old still sleeps in their bed with them and the baby, and they haven't left either kid alone with another person ever. Sometimes he talks about how they've never been out since the kids. Like I can relate, I have a pair myself, but we still live our lives. 
The four-year-old went to preschool, so the mum went with him and sat in the class every day and even sat at his table and played with him instead of letting him interact with his peers. One time they were in the office and my boss hand-fed him food because he didn't want the kid handling the food himself since the kid had recently touched their computer. Recently, he was describing their garden and how the food at the back never gets picked because we can't go back there ever because of the baby, you know? No, I have no idea. You lived on a small fence lot in the suburbs. What are you afraid of getting to your baby if you walk out to the corner of your yard? The worst part is he's constantly telling me how tired he is and how his kids never sleep, but it's probably because they're all sleeping in the same bed waking each other up all the time. Both my kids were in their own room by a couple of months old, and it made life so much easier. When they're in the room with you, you notice every little noise. I was TAing a general chemistry lab in college, and a parent emailed me after the first lab report with an annotated copy of the graded assignment I gave, which was a B+. Little Johnny had never gotten a B in class before, and I was being unfair since it was his first semester in college. Long story short, she threatened to go to the professor. I said, go ahead, and they did. The professor was awesome. When kids whine and moan about their grades, he offers them a regrade and then goes over the report with a fine-toothed comb. The B-plus got changed to a C. The student was the one who ultimately asked for the regrade. Would he have asked for one if his parents didn't make a stink? Maybe. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. Part of being in college is learning to take responsibility for your actions. And there's a reason professors rely on TAs for grading freshman lab assignments. Their time and attention is better spent elsewhere. Asking the professor for a personal regrade must carry downside risk. Otherwise, everyone would ask for one every time. Please feel free to question the grader on anything. That's part of their job, too. Just make sure you have a solid case before requesting a formal regrade. A friend of mine had a very overprotective and religious set of parents. He didn't have a door on his bedroom or bathroom. When you went over there, you had to take your shoes and socks off. I understand shoes, but how are socks any more dirty than bare feet? He never got dropped anywhere either. Always had to be mum or dad there. I think the scariest part of that to me and some of the other commenters was the lack of a door on a bathroom. Seriously, WTF. Yes, I've been waiting for this. So I met my wife on OKCupid. We were about 21 at the time. I came into her life at a very bad moment. She was failing classes, anxiety prone, etc. Eventually, she got asked to take a leave of absence from her school. Against my better advice, she didn't tell her parents. Went back to the school to pack up her stuff and figure out what her next move was. Well, her parents found out within that next day or so, and her dad flew some odd thousand miles to get her and go back home. But this was the next thing. They cut her off from the world. She couldn't go outside the house unless it was to the schools that they enrolled her in to get her back in good standing. She dropped off the face of the earth. Her mum spent time writing all of her friends, pretending to be her, stating that they could not be friends and that she was just moving on with her life. Her mum did the same to me. Eventually, I got a hold of her and we had to talk secret for months on end. We started dating and she graduated and we kept talking. Well, she finally moves out of her parents' house and comes to visit me some thousand miles away. Her parents cut her cell phone off. When she gets back to her hometown, they demand she comes over. They confiscate some items of hers that I gave her and told her to never speak to me again. That doesn't work, of course. Eventually, we say, screw it, because they're bat crap crazy. We're talking the mother mailing me that she knew who many managers were and she could call them and let them have some fricking craziness. And then we got married. When we finally tell them, which is like a month or two after it happens, the mum played the victim like we didn't even get her the chance to get to know me and to like me. And I'm just like, B-word! You impersonated your daughter and told me that you wanted nothing to do with me. Your daughter told you that we would be together and you threatened to disown her. As you could see, this completely works me up. 
Nonetheless, now the mother refuses to speak with either of us, has manipulated the ballless father into not speaking with his own child, and the teenaged younger sister thinks that my wife is the world's most awful person for choosing to live her life. For Frick's sake. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Genius, give Am I the Jerk a shot, linked in the description too. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.